what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. Can you believe that it is almost 2022? That is so wild. And given that it is almost a brand new year, a lot of folks take this as a time to reset, to refresh. And what I want to offer today is a practice that you can do daily. This isn't just a day before the new year or maybe a week after the new year. This is a practice that you can do every day to give yourself the refresh that really and truly we need more often than one day a year. So something that I want to bring to the table is a couple of scripture that talk about seeking God early. Okay, so today is called the Daily 15. 15 is 15 minutes because a lot of times that's all folks can offer is 15 minutes. But quality is so much better than quantity. It's better to give 15 minutes than no minutes at all. Okay, so the scripture talks about seeking God early, specifically in Psalm 61, 1 to 5. It says, oh, God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you in a dry and thirsty land with no water. So this is talking about early seeking the Lord. There's another scripture that says, Proverbs 8, 17, I love them that love me and they that wake early to me shall find me. I love them who love me and they who wake up early to seek me shall find me. Okay, so these are a couple examples about seeking the Lord early. Now, why is this the thing? Because we live in a world where if we're not controlling our seek, (laughs) the world will very quickly invade our brain and take over our priorities. So if we're not stronger on the inside, then we can be infected by the outside. That's just the nature of how the world is set up, right? Inevitably, from the minute you wake up, there's so many things that could distract you and get you off course. So if you are not creating space for you to focus and to refresh and to connect with your source, (laughs) especially to get your marching orders for the day, then the world is going to tell you what to do. And that is not how God wants you to live your life. Okay. So when it comes to the daily 15, something that's really helpful is doing a process, which I really call purpose planning before you do this daily 15, it it very much informs it. It gives it the foundation and the depth. So purpose, if you break down this word, it's actually the reason for which something is done, created, or exists. The The reason for which something is done was created or exists. So when you think about that, you are created for a purpose. 
All right. When it comes to planning, planning is the process of making plans for something. So you always want to make a plan. Everything that is connected to you should be purposeful. There should be a purpose for everything that you do. Now, I know that sounds intense, but what's the alternative? Just saying, okay? So this is a simple process. This is something that I go through in depth in the God's Vibes Mastermind. We do a whole training on this. It's a bonus training, actually. But I'm just going to give you a brief run through here. So what you want to do is you want to come up with all of the roles that you are, just a list or a brain dump of all of the roles that you play, because you really want to know what your roles are so that you also know your responsibilities of what God has called you to do so that you can be in alignment, right? Because the, the identity, the enemy wants to steal your identity. He wants to cause identity theft, okay? And if you don't know your roles and if you don't know your responsibilities, it's very easy for the enemy to take that from you, okay? Or get you caught up in things that aren't yours, okay? So some examples might be a daughter to God, right? And the purpose of that or the responsibility of that is to let God love me, to provide for me, to take care of me, to talk to my dad, to ask him for advice, to work for him, right? He's my boss. That's everything that I do is unto him, right? Maybe you're a wife, okay? And part of a wife could be being a watchman to a husband. And you can be a wife without actually being physically married. Maybe it's being a mother and you train up a child in the way they should go and you speak life into them and you speak life to them like they're a world changer, right? Maybe you are a teacher or a friend or an entrepreneur or a minister. There could be so many things that you are, but you want to identify and brain dump all of the roles that you are called by God to be, okay? Then next each one, you want to write down what are the responsibilities of each of those roles so that you know specifically the responsibilities of showing up as a daughter or as a teacher or as a friend or as a, as a boss or a manager, whatever it might be. That gives you a sense of purpose, okay? You have a clear vision of who you are and how you're supposed to show up in these different areas of your life, okay? So that's number one. Number two is you want to create, and these can be personal or professional mission statements for every one of these, okay? So for example, if you are a daughter of God, maybe you are God's glory carrier with power and authority in all of the areas of daughter, wife, mom, whatever they are, right? Maybe you are, as a, let's say a minister, helping grow bold believers, right? Or helping build and grow bold believers. Or maybe as a, let me see what other, what's another one here. Maybe as an entrepreneur, you're helping believers grow boldly in God, right? These are just ideas that kind of are, are flowing from some of mine, okay? So you want to come up with a mission statement for every single one of your roles, okay? Because that gives you, again, so much more fuel behind why you show up that way. So whenever you're in question, whenever you come up against a challenge, you can go back to this because trust and believe you will have challenges. Just because you get clarity and you get a vision, that does not mean you're not going to have a challenge. It doesn't mean that it's going to just be smooth sailing for you. In fact, usually the minute you get a vision, you get a nice challenge <laughs> to see how serious and committed you are, okay? 
So number one, brain dump all of the roles that you play and the responsibilities for each of those roles. Number two, write down a mission statement for every single one of those roles. Your, your mission statements for every one of those roles and responsibilities, write down a mission for every one of those. And then number three, I recommend giving your goals that you have for 2022, I recommend giving them categories. It's in my God's Vibes Matter co-laboring with God book. I actually have a wheel of life in there that breaks out a lot of different categories and how you can co-labor with God. So if that is something that interests you and that you really want to be intentional about, I recommend that book. You can find it over at julianapage.com. But I break mine out into health goals, finance goals, philanthropy goals, investing goals, marriage goals, uh, it could be mother goals, family and friend goals, education goals, business goals, ministry goals, fun goals, right? And I break out every one of these categories because then I can be really intentional about how I show up. So for example, the fun category, I have to be really intentional about that because my tendency is to keep working unless I have fun planned. Like I won't just fall into fun. In fact, fun won't even make it on the calendar, okay? So I have to be really intentional about that. Now, when it comes to health, for example, I break those down into mental, physical, spiritual health. And mental might be journaling every day or even three times a week. It might be building better boundaries. It might be getting new hobbies. For physical, it might be drinking more water, eating plant-based, making sure that I'm getting nine hours of sleep. Uh, For spiritual, it might be speaking in tongues because when we actually grow in our prayer language, we grow spiritually as well. It might be praying and fasting, maybe the first three days of every month. It might be increasing my worship or my thanksgiving, but you can be really intentional about every one of these goals Finance, maybe there's Money Mondays, let's say, where you go through your finances every Monday to have a clear picture of where you're at to confront any issues if you need to. It could be keeping a zero credit card balance. It could be saving liquid amounts of money by a certain time period, having a credit score of a certain score, uh, being completely debt free, having early retirement, earning a certain amount annually, right? But you can get clear on all of these goals. Philanthropy could be giving a certain amount to missions that you care about. It could be, uh, let's see, philanthropy. It could also be creating a ministry center. Maybe you have a huge dream to do that. Marriage goals. Maybe you pray over your husband daily or maybe you have weekly date nights or some some way to really strengthen and affirm your husband and grow and invest in your relationship. Maybe as a family or a friend goal, you would have a, a goal to understand what the goals are of your friends in this season so that you can really support them and be praying for them in that. Maybe you all want to go on a vacation together. So you get that planned. You grab a calendar and you get it on the calendar. Maybe education goals are certain things that you really want to learn and grow in and invest in. Or maybe in business, you want to be location independent or you want to build a certain kind of community that doesn't currently exist or maybe in your ministry you want to develop your spiritual gifts to be effective in in building people around you or maybe you want to develop a stronger relationship with god or maybe you want to practice radical obedience and stop compromising or maybe you want to teach your family the gospel not necessarily by 
you know, throwing a Bible in their face, but by the example you walk, by your testimonies, by your joy, by your focus, by the fruit that is in your life, right? So there's so many ways that this is wildly beneficial, as I'm sure you can see, but this just keeps it very, very simple. So write down all the roles that you are and all the responsibilities connected to that. Have a mission statement for every role and then break down your goals into categories just to make that more digestible. Then from there, when you have it all on paper, this gives you a plan for your 2022. And it is insane to just go through and reflect on what's actually happened. And one of the things that I recommend doing too is go through your past year. If you haven't actually done this, one of the really neat things that I like to do is I go through my phone photos. Like I will go all the way and I'll do it with you right now. I'll go all the way back to January. This is wild. So here I am at New Year's last year. Hilarious. Okay, so I'll go all the way back to my January 1 2021 just to see where I was at at that time I think I went too far give me a second dun, dun, dun. okay almost found it man I feel like with pandemic and stuff all these years just somewhat blend together don't they though all right so what year is this almost there almost to 2021. Okay, but what I recommend doing is reflecting on your last year and what you could have done better. A lot of times we don't do that, but that exercise is so, so, so valuable. I also do not recommend putting time limits or deadlines on any of these goals. A lot of times just by writing them out or getting a vision and making it plain, that's enough. You don't need to put limits on God. And in fact, when you grip the outcome, that usually keeps it from you. It starts creating resistance. But really go over these, maybe even look at the goals that you had last year and then what you actually accomplished. It's just so, so, so powerful to do that. Okay, I'm almost at the new year. I have so many photos I never realized. Oh my goodness. Holy Moses. Okay, I think I am finally, yep, here we go. So when I start looking at my photos, this actually blows my mind. So I typically start every new year in church <laughs> and being very intentional about that. But when I start looking at the photos, we had our first snow, which was super cute. And then I went to Arizona with my bestie and we met my parents and had a grand old time there in January. Then we came back and there was a crazy winter storm, like not just an Arctic blast, but it was a crazy winter storm in Texas where we didn't have power for power or water for over a week and somehow thrive through that. Literally was using snow to flush my toilets, no lie. Had to go without like a shower and any of that. And at the very end of that, me and my bestie celebrated a five year anniversary, just wild and all the snow melted overnight. Like what? It was insane. So then I had been voraciously working on writing two books. So I ended, I ended up publishing two books. I published Stepping into Royalty, which is a book that is all about stepping into the fullness of who you are in God. And then I also published Rule and Reign, the Faith Walker Manual. This is all 
oh my gosh, it's chock full of tools that you can use in your life to really stay in position no matter what season you're in. You can also do it as a Bible study in a sense or just like a life group study. Super fun. I graduated from Supernatural Ministry School, which was so fun. Um, and now I'm an alumni there and continuing that journey. What else did I do? Went tubing, had a lot of dates. One of my fun goals was to have a lot of dates. So I did that. Let's see, I went on a retreat. One of the things I love doing for my birthday is just taking a little retreat. So I took a retreat, a local retreat here, just a staycation where I just had a day without the cell phone and kind of a spa day and just did some reflecting. I had a birthday. I uh, celebrated many friends' birthday. I said yes to the dress, okay, because that's faith in action. What else did I do in here? I did an entire rebrand, which was wild. I started increasing my coaching uh, clients. I started taking the limits off how many people I would serve. So I started coaching more clients. I did an entire rebrand. I did an entire website upgrade. I launched another business. Let's see here. Did a lot of outdoor fun activities, kayaking, hiking, all of those things. I, what else? I made an intention of really staying in community. So doing a lot of virtual life group meetings, really investing in relationships with people that God already had in my life. Because sometimes you have divine connections. You're not actually investing in them though. So I went out of my way to do that. Went to a couple of conferences, went to Date with Destiny, which was amazing. That was something that I had on my list to do for many, many years. And it just opened up so God could do that. Took some fun engagement photos. What else do we do? And yeah, spent some time with family as well and did some epic things for different companies and businesses too. So I didn't have all of those photos obviously in my phone, but there's something so, so powerful. I only took you through that because there's something so, so powerful in actually going through your own photos on your phone. You can even make it into a slideshow. So I just recommend doing that because sometimes like even this year, the winter freeze, quote unquote, felt like that was like three years ago. Okay. And it just lets you see how much God has brought you through and what is possible for you in the future. If God did that, what else can he do? Right? So this is just a great example of how you can reflect on your last year and what you could have done differently. If you listen to a previous episode, I actually talk about having a written planner as well, because that's a great record of things that are going on or journaling every day as well. I actually got a new planner today, so I'm gonna tear that sucker up. What else? Okay, so that's a great way to set up this practice that I'm gonna take you through here. But this is all about how you get up and how you start your day. There is so much science, which I'm not gonna go into, about how you start your day affects your day, the flow of your day. It is proven that what you do at the start of your day has the power to really affect everything that follows for the better or for the worse, okay? So daily 15 is all about you having non-negotiable you time at the start of your day and giving yourself this routine refresh. It's something that you actually can look forward to. So rather than being like, Ugh, or like just feeling like you have to rush into things or you just gotta immediately check off your to-do list or you gotta go take care of something, this is a buffer and a space that you can always have for you and it's something that you can look forward to. And if you are one of those people too that cannot turn off your brain, 
particularly at nighttime. I recommend keeping devices out of your room, cell phones and electronic devices. And then I also recommend not watching TV before bed, maybe like an hour before bed and journal or take notes because if you get it out of your head, then your head can go to sleep, okay? <laughs> but sometimes we can't sleep because we're overthinking. So if you just have a journal and a place where you can jot things down, so, so helpful. Okay, so having a daily routine refresh so that the world does not come in and set your brain before you do, okay? Not only is this scientific, but as I mentioned from the jump, this is biblical. There's so much power in seeking the kingdom first. So this practice is all about getting even more clear and granular on the goals that you've written out. So let's say that I know a common goal used to be for people to get a home. Like that was like the big epic thing. Now people want to start businesses, okay? So let's say that somebody wants to start a business, but that seems like insane, right? Like that just seems like this big, hairy, scary goal that just seems so unattainable and you just don't know where to start. And then you just don't because it's so big, okay? So number one, what you're gonna do is you're gonna shrink that, all right? So you're gonna make a list. This is a brain dump again of instead of actually launching the thing or saying that you're a restaurant owner, let's say, rather than getting to that step, because that could be even a couple years from now, rather than diving straight there, what is a list? Just jot down, brain dump a list of things that you can do other than launch a restaurant. Okay, it could be researching restaurant owners, maybe in the particular field that you like or the particular food group that you like. It could be studying different business practices. It could be networking with people, right? But create a list of all the things that you could do aside from just launching the business. So you need to shrink this big, hairy, scary goal. That's number one. Number two is the then do one thing. Maybe it's getting on Google and starting to research or creating a list of the things that you need to learn more about, right? And you just do that for 15 minutes, okay? And number three is really where you push through excuses because there will always, always, always be an excuse. Doesn't matter what it is. Does not matter. With you, with other people, with work, whatever it is, there will always be an excuse. Always. And the excuses usually are rooted in fear, if we're honest, okay? So to push through those, visualization is so, so powerful. And I'm gonna make this simple because a lot of times people actually don't tell you how to visualize. They just tell you to do it. And that's not helpful at all, okay? So number one, what you're gonna do is you're going to imagine yourself, literally close your eyes. You can turn on some music in the background if you want to, but close your eyes and visualize yourself taking the steps. Visualize yourself when you get up in the morning, going to your office, opening your computer, drinking your favorite drink, Googling certain restaurant, taking notes, actually having fun going through this process. Visualize yourself actually taking the step to register for a networking event and, and getting dressed for that event and going and meeting with people and exchanging business cards and having a follow-up coffee. Like actually visualize that happening. Imagine yourself 
taking the steps. Now, here is the kicker that a lot of people don't actually do, but you want to feel the emotions associated with taking those steps. A lot of times we try to just operate like we don't have a body. We just operate in our logic. We operate in overthinking. We operate in just doing, right? We just disconnect from feeling anything. Okay, but it's really, really powerful when you actually feel the emotions associated with it. It's like rehearsing it before it happens. So I think I mentioned before, I did this a lot as an athlete where I would actually visualize myself going through specifically gymnastic routines, or I would visualize myself running a particular race. You know, I was an anchor in the four by four relay and I would visualize myself no matter what the huge gap is that we might be behind. I would visualize myself somehow getting this strength and getting the right stride. And I would feel that in my body and I would see myself catching up with whoever this girl might be in front of me (laughs) and getting her and running right past her over the finish line. Like I would visualize what that felt like, what the baton in my hand felt like, what grabbing it in the exchange zone felt like. Like I would picture every single one of these steps and feel it in my body so that when it came to the actual event or the actual track meet, I'm not going to sit there and just freak out in my emotion. I'm going to, it's programmed. Like I now know what to do. I now know how to take those steps and I have the confidence to do it because I've lived it before. Okay. Or even with, uh, I would visualize really, really wanting to be to California, to go to California. That was something that people that know me for sure that were around me in my college years know for sure that I had no reason to want to live in California, but it was just on my heart and I knew I was going there. Like I was obsessed and it was going to happen. And so I would literally put signs of California all around me from picture frames, from like my bed spread, (laughs) from just reminders everywhere. My, My background on my computer, on my phone, whatever it might be, I was going, okay? And I was just finding a way to get there. Like it was just inevitable. And that's that ended up being where I went to graduate school. It was one of the best times of my life. I absolutely loved it. But I lived that reality and felt it over and over for years before it happened. So then even when it was down to the wire and it looked like it wasn't going to happen, I still clung to that vision. And I ended up getting accepted into grad school and then I got out there. So this process is so, so powerful and you can do it with any area of your life. Okay, so recap. As we are approaching 2022, daily 15, this is for you. You are worthy of 15 minutes. It is so powerful, not only to get clear on where you've been, if you want to look through all your phone photos like I just did, super powerful just to be grateful. God, thank you for keeping me in good health. Thank you, God, for getting me through that storm. Thank you, God, for connecting me to all these people, right? It will just cause overflow in your heart. Super powerful. And then also, God, where are the areas that I can grow and really lean in and how how can I set goals around that this year on my list? And then go through all the goals that we set and then really think about breaking those down every day for 15 minutes. Spend time with God and go through shrinking down your goal, doing one thing from your list and visualizing it before it happens because that actually creates this desire in you and this readiness in you to take the action, Okay. So, so important. And another couple of things that you can do are just get images around you of things that that you want to have 
in remembrance for next year. One of the things that I love to do, I have an app on my phone called the I Am app, and I love that because it lets you set your own affirmations. So whatever declarations that I am really feeling called to be reminding myself and programming into my system and into my spirit, I put them in that app and then it reminds me every day. So all the other notifications are off on my phone aside for these ones that are, you know, reminders to be declaring this over my life all day. Another thing that I like to do is I like to have images. So I will, you know, if I've done all of this exercise with the different goal categories, I will then make pictures for each category. I will make a collage and then I'll put that on my computer background and on my phone background. So I'm constantly seeing these images every day. Because what you'll find too is maybe you don't complete all of the images, but nearly all of them do actually come to pass. It is wild. And again, don't set a timeline for it. So these are simple ways that you can program, but I think the most beneficial is the daily 15, okay? So as we approach this new year, I hope this exercise is something that will bless you. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, make sure that you do that. You can also copy the link to this episode and share it with a friend. We are growing the podcast, so it makes so it means the world to me personally that you are giving me this time and you are supporting the podcast, but it gets into more people's hands and grows the more you actually subscribe and share. So if this is blessing you, please subscribe and share, and then stay tuned for next year. I One of the areas that I have a ton of goals around is in serving. So if you've not connected over at julianapage.com, that is the best way to get on the weekly email, weekly newsletter that I have and get plugged into the God's Vibes Mastermind. Those things both provide a ton of value. Okay. All right, guys, until next year, stay blessed. <laughs>